Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
Uh, today we're talking about simple systems and strategies to change your life. I literally just saw this topic and I checked so many times to see what the topic was going to be. Um, but guess what? I think I still landed because this morning I just want to lean in about uh, something that I experienced recently. We talked about it over the weekend a little bit. Um, someone shared a story I totally connected with uh, in the Leadership on Demand room that we host every Sunday uh, at 11 a.m. But I want to talk about um, conf confrontation. Confrontation. Uh, another word for confrontation, you know, is, is feedback, right? I experienced recently. Um, I'm working on a project, um, a new project, and we're working with new people, right? People I've never worked with before. And we're being tasked with bringing um, other people on, right, from other parts of the business uh, for this particular project. Um, and I'm just going to preference it with that. But has anyone on the stage, and you can flash your mic or you can put it in the chat, good morning, uh, to everyone who has joined us thus far. Um, but before we go any further, can, can you share the room out, my friends? Uh, I don't want Glenn to come in and, and figure, you know, we've done nothing uh, this morning as a team. I see 29 shares. Uh, thank you so much for those who are proactive. Uh, I'm going to drop my share as well. Share the room. Teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, pretty shared, as a matter of fact. Let me just go ahead and recognize uh, Charlene. Thank you so much. Richard, uh, thank you so much for sharing the room. Cortland, thank you. Christina, thank you so much. Leslie Price, thank you. Justin Conoco, thank you so much. Ify for sharing the room. Thank you. Sharon, thank you. Mary Lynn, uh, Renee, Samara, Don, uh, Dr. Martine, Youssef, Annette with the CDC. Thank you for sharing the room. Uh, Ayana and Tom. Ayana shared it twice. Thank you much. Thank you much. I'll say it twice. Dora Maria, uh, Kim, Debbie, thank you for sharing the room. Melvin, thank you for sharing the room. And if others, if you can just share the room, we'll make way uh, for Glenn. And then it's 47 shares right now. Can I get three more? Can I just get three more, three more, three more? Boom, 52 shares. That's teamwork, my friends. Again, I am T.M. Hyman, America's favorite mentor. And I get a kick out of mentoring, coaching, and seeing people grow. Um, I often provide feedback, right? Um, I have teams all over the country. I've been leading leaders for quite some time uh, in the sales and service space, as well as just entertainment. I, I'm a part of the telecommunications entertainment industry, um, but I'm on the backside, right? It's the business uh, side, not on the forefront, right? Uh, because if you really wanna make the most money and have the most influence, what? You should know it by now. Leadership is the sauce. Leadership is the sauce. That's why I promote and talk about leadership so much. It's where you can make the most money, and it's where you have the most influence. But I provide feedback often. And it's not always um, feedback that, you know, people like. Because the truth often hurts. And when people call us to the carpet, depending on who it is, we don't always appreciate it. Can you flash your mic if you've ever received feedback that stung you, but when you thought about it after the fact, you knew it was true and you appreciated the feedback? I see several microphones flashing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. See, feedback is a gift. It truly is a gift, but it depends on like um, where you are, 
what you're going through and how you feel about the feedback that you actually um, recognize that it, it is a gift. The fact that a person took the time to confront me says that they cared enough about me. That's really what it says. It says they cared enough about me to confront me because if they didn't care, they would have just let it go by the wayside, right? But often I recognize sometimes we are fearful. We're too fearful to provide feedback. Many people avoid confrontation because some fear being disliked or rejected, right? Others are afraid confrontation will make things worse you know, by creating people, by making people angry or resentful, right? Um, but that that's really not the case overall. It might be the case in the moment, but it's not the case overall. I'm working on a team, new people. We all have different styles, different leadership styles. And we're getting to know each other. I've been working together for about three of four months, well, we were working together about three or four months um, working on this event that we executed for Juneteenth, and the event was phenomenal, okay? For the, we, were, we were working together for the first time, and we had over 800 people to attend this event, and we were floored, floored by the feedback, floored by the content that we created, floored by the fact that we came together and we made this happen. But I'm going to tell you something. It was not without issues, stress, and frustration. But we made it through. But I wanted to share this morning because I truly believe that you have to care enough to confront. We have to care enough to confront, to confront our employees, to confront our friends, to confront our family members, specifically when it comes to business and executing on a goal or a mission. Many of us have things that have gone by the wayside because we did not confront the situation or the people that made us feel some kind of way. I stated that I often provide feedback. I learned the power of feedback 20 years ago. And I, I had never heard the word. I didn't know what feedback was. I thought feedback, uh, you know, was something, you know, dealing with technology, right? But, you know, you, you know the, the, the feed on our social media, <laughs> social media streams. I, I didn't know that it was providing feedback, receiving feedback and applying feedback, right? So ultimately telling someone how you feel, someone telling you how they feel, and then you applying that feedback to bring about a different action. That That's ultimately what it is, but it's about confronting someone when things are not meeting expectations. Well, I am pretty serious when it comes to business and accomplishing goals. I get stuff done. I started to say I get S-H-I-T done, but I, I realized, you know, I, I get stuff done. I get it done. And I'm only concerned about the bottom line most of the time. But with working on this project, these people didn't know me. Specifically, um, there was a lady who didn't know me. She came from a different part of the business. 
And she knew that I got stuff done because I'm a co-chair, right? But she's also a co-chair. So I'm focused on getting it done and her style was a little different. She's the type that, that needs the details. I don't necessarily need details. I know whose role, uh, who's in what role. I know your responsibility. Do you know your responsibility? Let's get it done. That's my style. We all have different styles of leadership. Everybody in this room, your style of leadership is way different from the next person that you're, the person that you're next to, the person that you're above, and the person that you're under, unless you're at the bottom row. All of our styles are different. And what I thought is that I respected individuality and I respected everybody's style, right? But my, my actions during this project did not reflect that. One of the co-chairs gave me some feedback that knocked me off my feet. It, it, took, it took the wind like out of me, for real. When I read the email, I was like, she can't be talking about me. Like the, the what what I'm reading right now, she cannot be talking about me. Because I wouldn't want anyone to describe me that way personally, professionally, or in any other capacity because it's not who I am. But guess what? It was her perception. It was her perception. Can I share with everyone in the room that perception is reality? Perception is reality. It doesn't matter if you meant it. It doesn't matter if you were aware of it. The next person's perception of you, your language, your actions, your attitude is their reality. Now, this is the first thing I did when I read the email. I could have done several things, but the one thing I'm focused on as a leader is to not be emotional, right? I, I, I impact too many things and influence too many situations to have to become emotional. I, I was like, I think I was more sad than anything when I read the feedback, the, 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 the comments from the feedback. But in a nutshell, um, I was a, a little demeaning and I think that's the word that stuck with me. Um, the, I, I've never anyone ever in my life, ever in my life, but I'm gonna tell you what I did. I immediately contacted her back and said, thank you for the feedback. But I think we need to talk about this because who you described, that's not me. That's not me. And we immediately connected. We scheduled a call that day. Because what you can never do is allow something to fester. When you give feedback or when it's time to give feedback or you receive feedback, you want to deal with it ASAP. Do not allow it to fester. Because one, I did not want her to continue to feel as if I was running over her. Wasn't that at all. But I understood after the conversation why she felt the way that she did. Because me, when you tell me that I've done something, the first thing that I do is, is ask for a situation or a scenario so that I can put it in its proper place. 
right? Because I'm ready to rectify it, eliminate it anytime someone feels less than in any situation. I'm America's favorite mentor. I can't go around allowing people to feel, right, any type of negative energy or negative vibration from me, specifically when it wasn't intentional. Now, let, let, let me share, right, because I'm human. Sometimes it might be intentional that I create, you know, a, a tense environment because I'm trying to bring about change. But in this instance, it was not the case. This was a total misunderstanding. It was a clashing of styles. Have you ever clashed with somebody's style? Flash your mic or pop, it, pop in the chat if your style has ever clashed with someone else's style. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. It was a clashing of styles. I was more experienced in this situation. What this is, this is a, a B-A-A-E-R-G. This is an employee resource group. Together as co-chairs, you know, we represent about 15,000 people. She's new. I've been doing it for a while. So the clashing of styles and the demeaning that she perceived was me simply projecting my experience to get it done. However, she felt demeaned. She didn't feel like she had a, a, a true seat at the table. She felt like sometimes I would over talk her. She gave me this feedback, guys. And I get excited. I get passionate. I'm looking at time. And I strictly want to get it done. However, guess what? It's no excuse. It's no excuse. I made her feel a certain kind of way. And it happened enough times in her mind that she pulled herself together and she gave me feedback. We met. I asked her for examples. And in many instances, she couldn't give me real examples. And it was okay. Because at the end of the day, it was still how she felt. And I respected the fact that she was able to call me out on the carpet, have me to do some self-inspection, because we all need to examine ourselves periodically. And I respected the fact that she gave me that feedback. I think I got every point she was trying to make. And the feedback may have been a little harsh based on her perspective, right? I'm a strategy sales manager. She's a finance person. She's a finance person. So guess what? Those sales guys think a little different than those finance people. Flash your mic if you know that's true. Sales people think a whole lot different than finance people, right? She needs clarity. She asks a lot of questions. I might not ask a lot of questions because I already know the people, their personalities, their, their experience. I have the relationships. She did not. So a lot of what she was feeling wasn't necessarily me directly as much as it was the, the situation, the environment, her lack of experience. Nevertheless, she shared her perspective and how she felt and how I made her feel was reality. My feedback, feedback 
this morning is confront ASAP. A lot of people are afraid of confrontation and they think it'll make things worse. They think that people will resent them. But listen, if it's honest, if it's true, if you're dealing with leaders, we should be doing some self-inspection, check ourselves and see how we can make the situation better. You have to care enough to confront. Confrontation can be a win-win situation, a chance to help yourself and help your people. Listen, this came out to be a win-win situation. We are thick as thieves right now. We had to go in front of some executive directors, some executive sponsors to give updates, to ask for some money, and to talk about what we want to do future state. And the timing of it was perfect because we were able to work out our issues. She was able to get how she felt off the table way before we had to demonstrate a unified front and go before our senior level leaders. If I didn't respond immediately, and if I didn't respond appropriately to her feedback, regardless of how tough it was, regardless of how true it was, I would have made the situation worse. I don't know when the last time you've received some tough feedback, but I hope that you responded quickly and I hope that you responded appropriately. I hope you were not resentful and that you're holding grudges because feedback is a gift. Feedback is a gift. Ways to help yourself to confront things positively is confront ASAP. Address the wrong action and not the person. Address the wrong action and not the person. You know, for me, I, I almost felt attacked, but I realized that she wasn't really, you know, if she didn't want us to be successful overall, if she didn't care enough, she didn't have to provide me feedback at all. She could have just went and telling, telling other people the situation, and it could have made me look really bad, or it could have made her look really bad because people know my reputation overall. People know how I engage overall, right? So, you know, it would have been a situation where, you know, it would well, okay, you all have an issue. You need to figure it out. But she didn't go to someone else telling them about the problem she had with me. She came to me. One of the problems that we have is we go telling everybody else about the problem versus the person that you have the problem with, right? She came to me. So address the person. Address the wrong action and not the person. Confront only what the person can change. Everything that she called out was something that I could change, which is why I wanted to know, like, what happened? Give me the example. Ask for examples. But you also have to be specific. Be extremely specific. You know, don't go into the situation looking to bash. Go into the situation looking to make it better, positively better, and to bring about some change. Build up your people, your team. Anytime you provide feedback, 
and identify problems, you give people an opportunity to grow. You give people an opportunity to grow. You're inside Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club, and we're talking about simple systems and strategies to change your life. Feedback will change your life. You have to make sure that you do it properly. I want to pause right there and, and ask, like, is there someone who needs to provide positive feedback to someone? Is there someone who needs to confront uh, a situation that they've been putting off? Like, address it. Address it. Confront it. But there's a way to do it. So I want to pause right there and uh, see who'd like to comment uh, if there's anybody that wants to share this resonates uh, with you. But specifically, is there someone who has experienced a situation where they received some tough feedback um, and, and didn't know how to respond or responded, uh, you know, and wants to share? Got a moment if you'd like to do that. Let's go ahead and pop in. Tell us your name. If not, hey, Tim. I, I hear it's, a mic. Go for it. Hey, Tim. It's Shantae. It's I actually Shantae. really have a question. Um, good morning. Um, so in team settings, when I'm in a situation where I have to create with, um, let's say, a small group of others, of peers, um, and we're in a time crunch, um, I can only see the end goal. And it's very difficult Um when I deal with exactly on the disc, um, I think those are like the turtle personalities of, you know, every little detail, like it's tough. And so I don't know, how do you work around it? If we have lots of time, I'm very chill and open, but when I'm in a time crunch, it's very difficult for me to, I guess, uh, allow others to kind of control the timeline when I know they don't get things done on time or it's not enough time to get it done. If, if, if I'm being clear, like how do you no, work absolutely. through that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it sounds like we have uh, similar personalities, uh, Shante, because I'm always focused on the end goal. You know, I think it's about conquering and devouring, uh, dividing, excuse me. Um, you, you have to be clear in roles and responsibilities. You have to be clear and you have to empower people and allow them to, um, to, 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 to get it wrong sometimes, right? Um, it takes us to get it wrong in order to get it right. You have to create space for people um, to kind of do what it is that you've asked them to do, not looking over their shoulder, right? But I think often it's about the, having the right people at the table from the start. And when you have the right people at the table, right people meaning the, the right talent, right, the right person assigned, then, you know, you have to be able to back off and allow people to do what it is that you've asked them to do. Um, but I think having the right checks and balances, uh, if things are running behind, then you have to have a few more meetings, right? You have to increase the frequency of, of the meetings, uh, hold people accountable. Don't have meetings if the act if actions have not been resolved, right? That, that's one thing that's come out of training. Um, I'm a part of Grant Cardone's, you know, mentoring and, you know, one thing that I remember specifically, it helped me tremendously. I have a lot of meetings, but cancel meetings, right? I mean, because you should get information in advance, get, get, check, get check-ins via email. And if the actions have not been, you know, resolved, if you haven't done what it is that you should have done based on the last meeting, why are we meeting again? Go get it done. Shante, I don't know if that helps, um, but, you know, the one thing that, that I got out of my own situation, um, you know, that I'll offer up is if you're going to give feedback, give the person a game plan, right, to fix the problem in a firm 
him or her as a person as a, and a friend. It's not personal. You know, it's business. Thank you for that question, Shante. And hopefully, uh, did, actually, that did that serve you? I don't want to assume. Did it absolutely you? did. Thank you. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, you see a link up top, guys. We, um, I am focused on trying to generate 50 leadership chapters um, across the country. To me, we lack leadership in this country. Um, and when you even think about confronting people, there are leaders who are afraid to confront to confront within their own business, to confront and stand up for what's right, right? And it's my goal to increase leadership. We are having a kickstart your vision business and leadership summit this Saturday and Sunday. It's free, it's virtual, and the entire concept is building skill set, helping people to tweak, but we have some phenomenal speakers as well. I, I talked with people a lot about grant writing, and this has nothing to do with feedback, but grant writing. We have a grant writer who I partnered with before I left Tampa, who we got a $3 million grant. Since I've left and been here in Atlanta, she's gotten multiple grants. She's gonna be talking about grant writing uh, this weekend, along with uh, Corey McCoy, um, who is running, he has four restaurants, two in Lafayette, one in Baton Rouge that they're opening up soon. And he's gonna talk about how they built this business from grassroots to $3 million uh, plus annually. And I've been coaching him as a CEO. All of us have coaches, all of us have mentors, the best leaders in the world, presidents, CEOs, executives. Listen, we all have mentors because we all need feedback. We all need guidance at the end of the day. So may have spent time for one more person uh, to speak or share before Glenn uh, comes on. Who else wants to share? If this resonates with you, tell us your name. All right, thank you so much for the time. Renee Knorr, are you there? I am here, good morning. How are you, my friend? Renee Knorr is also joining us um, this weekend and I just want to commend you, Renee, um, on what you're doing with the Global Wealth Women, the Global Wealth, <laughs> the Global Women Wealth Warriors. The, the W's throw me off. The Global Women Wealth Warriors. I want to commend you on what you're doing. Um, what you're doing on Fridays is phenomenal as well with Pastor Jeff. I'm going to be with Pastor Jeff and you on Friday for the Tom Ford Friday. Look. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.